This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have incredible news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. With training camp right here, right? It's arrived. Bet Online has opened up odds for team wins, division futures, and, of course, the Super Bowl. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. To get the bonus and get into the action, bet online where the game starts. MyHotTub.com is a global leader in the hot tub industry with over 25 years of experience. Their hot tubs are built in the United States with the highest standards of quality control, an extensive warranty, and customer service representatives available seven days a week. They offer free shipping to your home with factory direct pricing and incredible financing plans. Visit online at MyHotTub.com or stop in Destiny USA today. MyHotTub.com. Whether online or in person, you better hurry because these spas won't last. Celebrate your whale of a dad with a fudgy the whale ice cream cake from the locally owned and operated Carvel of North Syracuse. Everything at Carvel of North Syracuse is made fresh, so no matter what kind of treat or design your dad wants, they make it happen. Your dad deserves a tasty treat this Father's Day. Soft serve ice cream, milkshake sundaes, shakes, and more. America's favorite since 1934. Carvel. Open seven days a week. Brewerton Road in North Syracuse. Stop in today. Fudgy the whale is waiting for you. Hi, this is Jay Billis of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms like Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Apple, Deezer, and a heck of a lot more. Please do download, subscribe, rate, and review. And, uh, of course, you can hit me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports as well, and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Mike L Sports. We are brought to you by our great friends over at Ken's Auto Detailing, Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, Rosie's Corner, and Welch and Company Jewelers. Log on to the uh, website today, WelshJewelers.com. You can actually shop the showcase right there. The best earrings, necklaces, wedding rings, engagement rings, watches, it's all there at WelchJewelers.com. And also, throwing a tip of the cap, thank you out there to our State Farm agent, Matt Graham, and uh, of course, the Swan and Whitaker families for their support of the platform as well. The Open Championship, it was won by Cam Smith. Apparently, if you have the first name Cam, you can really play golf. Cam Smith, Cam Young, they finish 1-2, and I'm just going to kind of go across the board here. Before I get to all of that, and I know some people have Tiger fatigue too bad. He's the greatest player of all time. Just a quick minute on Tiger. Him walking across the Swilcon Bridge was absolutely amazing. Um, you know, he broke down emotionally. Um, 
you know, he, he was fighting back tears and all the rest. And, and, and the Swilkin Bridge is, is really one of the special, uh, you know, monumental things in the game of golf. You think about Amen Corner, you think about the Swilkin Bridge, you think about uh, the Swilkin Bridge, you think about, you know, the, 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 the different features at Oak Hill, um, you know, Wingfoot, uh, Marion. I, there's just so many different features, but nothing tops in golf. The old course at St. Andrews, it's the origin, it's the history, it's the royal and ancient, it's all of it rolled into one. And this thing, Swilkon, man, I mean, you know, the burn, the bridge, it's 700 years old, you know. And so, uh, you know, it was uh, obviously uh, created for, uh, you know, shepherds to kind of cross it with the livestock and all the rest. And uh, certainly, I'm sure the, 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 you know, the territory and the land looked a lot different 700 years ago. But that is the place, right? And he and uh, he being Tiger Woods and Jack Nicholas taking pictures, um, you know, they were celebrating 150 years of the Open. And even though Tiger missed the cut, you know, him being there and just playing, you know, again, any round that he plays, it doesn't matter how bad he plays. The fact that the matter is, is that, you know, Tiger Woods even playing golf at this point, even missing cuts, I mean, just out there, he has half of a leg. I mean, you know, People couldn't believe when they saw the actual leg with the sleeve and all that, you know, uh, off. Because sometimes he would wear the sleeve if he had shorts on to kind of hide a lot of the things that were going on. But, you know, once the sleeve was off, people just couldn't believe that, like, it doesn't even look like a leg. So, Tiger is possibly done at St. Andrews, but the celebration, uh, 150 years, him winning multiple Opens, him winning at, you know, St. Andrews before... Pictures with Nicholas, a celebration, 150 years, the whole thing, uh, the amazing walk-up 18, the roar of the crowd, the crazy, crazy, crazy uh, celebration and emotion um, was pretty cool and uh, very well-deserved for one Tiger Woods. All right, let's get to everything else in the Open Championship. We start with Cam Smith. He won the tournament 20 under par, and, you know, he had a couple of really, really tough spots. Um you know, in round three, I mean, he, he shot a 73, you know, in, in round three, and, and a lot of people kind of wrote him off here, and then he comes back with a 64, I and mean, he comes back with an eight under on uh, on Sunday, and really, I think what we're looking at now, and I know that when a guy wins a major for the first time or or whenever, you know, you're prisoner of the moment right away, right? Like, oh, he's this, he's that, he's it, but, you know, some things are are true. Um, he is right now, I think, become the, you know, the most clutch putter out there. Um, he was lag putting great. He was hitting every single four or five footer. You know, I think the, the, the absolute gem of the putting, the height of the putting was on 17 and 18, you know, to be able to get up and down for par on 17 at the at the road hole, and then 18 to be able to deliver that birdie, you know, the way that he did, and, and just, again, keep nailing putts, four, five, six, seven feet, um, he, he nailed them all, and, uh, um, you know, it's just, it, it was amazing to watch, I mean, I, you know, I haven't seen a putting performance in, in a major like that in, in a really long time, um, and he certainly, you know, deserved to win the Open Championship. Um, you know, you think about that back nine that he hit <laughs> a 30 on the back nine, for God's sakes. He gets another bogeys in the 20s for a major championship. But listen, I know that all, you know, the people are like, oh, well, look at the scores. It was too easy, this and that. Listen, I don't care if you're Cam Smith, Rory McIlroy, me, you, whoever, and I don't care how easy a course is compared to others. It is still golf. 
you can go out there at any particular point and you can just blow up. There are so many factors involved in the game of golf. So many things that can absolutely positively go wrong from, you know, just a little bit behind the swing or ahead of the swing and a piece of your body ahead of another piece of a body or your hands go nuts or, um, you know, maybe your shoulder is something, you know, it doesn't turn right and it causes then your arms and your hands to screw up. Maybe your stance is off and you didn't realize it. Um, <clears throat> you know, maybe you're playing in the elements and you're not a good wind player. You're not a good rain player. There's so many things that go into this. And, and so I, I don't, I mean, it was firm. It was fast. The weather was not as much of a factor. Um, there was some gusts and, and some different things that were going on the first couple of days, but it wasn't like, you know, going from 74 degrees, 66 degrees, 62 degrees to like 48 windy, rainy uh, umbrellas and all the rest out. And, and you got to kind of figure out, um, you know, the, the the weather element on top of figuring out the golf, which is hard enough. So uh, golf is always hard. That's how I look at it. And um, and now Cam Young, uh, you know, finishes right behind at minus 19. He made some unbelievable clutch shots towards the end. I mean, he shot a 65 in the final round. He shot a 64. Uh, you know, it was a bogey-free 64 in round one. And, you know, I don't know if the story is going to be more about Cam Smith winning it or the fact that Rory McIlroy didn't. This seemed like the perfect opportunity for Rory. I picked him to win the tournament. Um, he's been knocking. He, he's been banging on, pounding on, as the broadcasters even said on NBC on Sunday. Um, you know, he's been banging on that door for major championships. He's, you know, top 10 in all all, all of them this year. Um, you know, the other three, I believe, are top fives. Um or two, two of the three are top fives, and then this one was obviously a top five as he finished third. Um, so he's been right there. He's had a great year. Um, he's playing amazing golf. This seemed like maybe the tournament for him to win, right? I mean, in all honesty, right? It, it, it seemed like this was, this was the one. Um, you know, he won the Canadian Open back in June, he finished in the top five at the U.S. Open, you know, finished his top five at the Open. Um, you know, he went to Emirates Golf Club for the Dubai, and he finished third. Um, so he's been, I mean, you know, and then if I open up all of it for this year, um, you know, and you, and you think about the success that he's had, um, you know, he finished tied for sixth in the J.P. McManus, which was a popular tournament. Um, you know, he... He finished second in the Masters. He won the CJ Cup at Summit, right? Uh, had a couple other pretty good showings uh, in there. And you just looked at it and said, boy, I mean, this seemed like uh, seemed like the time. You know, he finished uh, second in the Masters. PGA was eighth. U.S. Open fifth. Open Championship third. I mean, you're you're pounding on the door to win another major. And I heard today on the Tony Kornheiser show, you know, kind of, and then multiple times, I think I've heard it just all over, whether it's shows or articles or, um, you know, whatever the case may be. And people are kind of asking now, like, oh my goodness, is Rory ever going to win another major? And listen, it's hard to win a major. It's not necessarily hard to win on the PGA Tour during the regular year off majors simply based upon the fact that, you know, you see guys pop up all the time as first time tournament winners. You see no name guys 
it doesn't mean the game is easy, <clears throat> but it means that if you're very because listen, being being wide open when the tour is wide open like this, it works both ways. The one way is well, it's more difficult because <clears throat> there's so many players, right? Okay, so much competition. <clears throat> but by the same token, the other way is because it's so wide open and there are all those players that anybody can win on any given day. So both are get, both both are true. Both apply. And I'm not going to say that right now. I, I, I mean, for anybody to write Rory McIlroy off for winning another major in the in the in, you know for the rest of his career, guess 33 years old. You know. If he decides to play, and I remember a couple of years ago he was talking about how, like, you know, I, the only reason why I play golf is for money, blah, blah, blah. I love Rory McIlroy. I think he's phenomenal. I think right after Tiger Woods, he's probably my favorite player. Um, he's open. He's candid. He's honest. I love the accent. I love the whole Ireland thing. I love, I don't like him during the Ryder Cup. I let, I, you know, you, you go against everybody in the Ryder Cup, of course. But, you know, on a day-to-day, I, I really like him. And... I was really pulling for him, and he's won four majors. He's already a Hall of Famer. He could retire today. He's got millions of dollars for years to come. Uh, he's taking care of generations in his family if he retired today. doesn't even have to join the Saudi tour to do that. Um, and so, you know, I really, 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 really wanted him to win. Um, but at 33, I mean, really? Like, if he wants to play golf another 15 years, you know, that'll be right around the age that Tiger is right now. Tiger's 46 years old. Um Rory is 33. And so I think, and by the way, that was awesome that Rory, you know, with a little tip cap and all those guys on 18 for Tiger too. That was crazy great stuff. And, you know, obviously those guys grew up idolizing Tiger like so many uh, other people, just regular Joe Schmoes. Um, But I'm not going to write the guy off. His game is too good right now. Uh, The majors were unbelievable. The thing that cost him in in this tournament, it was very simple. I mean, the guy had too many putts, you know. He had way too many putts in the last probably, well, he shot a 66 in round three, so it's hard to say they didn't make enough putts there. He went 66, 68, 66, 70. Round four was where it really got him, right? He birdied only two holes. He birdied five and birdied 10. That's not enough in an open championship when the winner is at 20 under. And you've got other guys 19 under. You've got a host at 14 on, on, under Fleetwood, Hovland, uh, Harmon, Johnson, DeChambeau, you know, 13 under, 12 under, et cetera. Thir- 12 under is a really, really good score anywhere. And in this particular tournament, Bryson DeChambeau did exactly that, as did Jordan Spieth. They had great tournaments, but they didn't even sniff Cam Smith. He was still eight strokes better. When you're When you are playing a tournament like this and the darts are getting fired at the greens, now granted... The toughest part about the Open Championship, it's twofold, no matter where it is. Hoy Lake, St. George's, Carnoustie, uh, uh, St. Andrews, it doesn't matter. Number one's the weather, depending on how it goes. And again, you know, past weekend there at St. Andrews, it was not blustery. It was not crazy. It was not raining. A lot of the factors that usually happen in Open were not going on. That's number one usually, though, right, Uh, under normal circumstances. The other one is very, very simple. It's the undulation and and crazy hops and bounces, and I think you can kind of tie in the bunkers with that because a lot of times the bunker uh, the uh, the bounces lead to 
the bunker, uh, you know, getting in the bunker. And then if it's a bad bunker, it's hard to get out of, you have to kind of hit it sideways. And then from there, you got to go back up around, you know, undulation and all the rest. When you hit the ball, you know, even these guys driving the ball, I mean, they could drive a lot of these greens, man. I mean, you're talking 340, 365, 385. These guys get there. I mean, these guys at 330-yard par fives or or, or 330-yard par fours, you know, they're hitting a five-wood or a three-wood to even get there. They don't even need a driver, you know, because between how they hit it and the roll. But the problem is when you hit it, and it lands, where is it going to end up? It's like Plinko. And it could, is it going to go to the left? Is it going to you know, find its way into the bunker? Is it going to go up and around and over? Is it going to go to the right and end up in the thick stuff? I, the bounces and all the rest are, are extremely difficult at the open. And so that's why it was even more impressive from my vantage point that when Cam Smith won it, and God, I want to go to one of these someday. But when Cam Smith won it, and again, Young putted well. A lot of guys putted well. McElroy had putted well until the last round. But it was so impressive down the stretch when Smith, you know, getting the par and the birdie to finish and, you know, being down low like that and putting up and around and having, the, you know, he played that he played that part of the open perfectly. His putting, his lag putting, his short putting, up and around hills and, uh, and, and, and double breakers. And you know what? what? What did I hear Hank Haney say on his show? 12 or 13 of these? I think it's 12. 12 of these greens have double greens. <laughs> so it's like... You might hit it on the green, but you're putting from, you know, the other side of freaking Scotland. So it, it, it's wild stuff. Congratulations to Cam Smith. Cam Young was awesome as well. Um, you know, Rory, I'm really pulling for him to win another major. And again, back to Rory here for a second. When you think about the annals of golf and you think about the most majors won of all time, um, you know, there are not many guys who have even the number that Rory does. Rory McIlroy is a four-time major winner, okay? Now, I said more, right? Not many people who have more than him. A lot of people have four. Kepka, McIlroy, Els. How about Els in the first round, by the way? Kind of, hey, I'm still kind of around and playing golf, huh? <laughs> um, that would have been cool. Um, shades of Tom Watson, right? Els, McIlroy, Raymond Floyd, Kepka. Locke, Barnes, Anderson, Park Sr., Morris Jr., Morris Sr., some of these guys played 600 years ago. Steve Bellistero, uh, Seve Bellistero, excuse me. Um, you know, uh, you look at uh, Peter Thompson, uh, Byron Nelson, and, and Seve, obviously one of the great Ryder Cup players of all time, one of the great European players of all time. He's got five, actually. I'm sorry. I, I, I was looking at, uh, I was going ahead of, uh, of, of myself. But um, that's it, right? The, those, those, that group has four. And then you get up to five, and you get into Ballesteros, you get into Thompson, you get into Byron Nelson, um, John Henry Taylor, James Braid. Then six is Phil Mickelson, Nick Faldo, Lee Trevino. That's it. Only three guys have six. That's why Phil, I think, is a top 10 player of all time. I think you might be able to put him in like a top eight conversation. I have him ahead of Faldo because he won, you know, he's the first golfer to win a major in his 50s. I think that's a big thing. Um, plus, you just look at the overall success and all the rest and the tournament wins. And I, I have Mickelson in the top 10 uh, easily and probably top eight or even seven. Um, you know, and then you go up from there. It's seven by Palmer, Sneed, Sarazen, Jones. I mean, you're getting into the big boy territory, right? I mean, five or six. I mean, that's a lot of majors, man. Five, six, seven, eight. You know, then you get into Tom Watson. He's the only player in history of golf with eight majors. Uh, Gary Player, Ben Hogan have nine. Hagen has 11. And then the two big guys. Woods has 15. Nicholas has 18. You know, if I'm putting my list together of top players of all time, I got Tiger one. I got Jack two. Um, you know, I got Hogan three. Um, you know, again, errors are difficult and all the rest. I'm not taking away from, you know, the Vardens and the Hagens and all these sort of guys, but, 
Um, you know, because at that time when they were dominating, it was that era. It was who was playing then. It was that equipment then. It was those courses then. Uh, it was, you know, how they didn't hit the ball as far, but it was for that era, right? Everything is relative to the era. However, I do think that the overall landscape looks, you know, a lot better. Uh, major championships for the modern players. Major championships obviously dictate uh, a lot of the success and the rankings and all the rest. I would go with Tiger 1, Jack 2, probably put Hogan 3. Um, and then from there, it, it, it gets a little tough. Um, you know, I might, I might sneak, even though he's got, you know, two majors less than, uh, you know, less than Hogan and one less than player. I might put Bobby Jones in there just because of the magnitude of, of, you know, when he won and how he won. Um, you know, and then from there, I, I probably go, um, I, I would say Arnold Palmer, um, I, you know, Sam Snead. Then I think you, you can't go f- much farther without Walter Hagen. You probably have to put Walter Hagen there with 11. I mean, he's got 11 majors, for God's sakes. And then from there, you know, you're probably picking, you know, splitting hairs. I wouldn't put Harry Varden in there. Um, you know, maybe I go, uh, you know, Gary, Gary Player, then Phil. You know, that's probably my top 10. And then, you know, Trevino, Faldo, those kind of guys are outside, you know, looking in. But listen, if Rory, once he wins another major, and, and I think he, if he plays, listen, if he commits to 12 to 15 more years of golf, I think he's going to win a couple more. I do. He's that good. He's that good. And if he gets up to the sixth territory, or even seven, we're dealing with Mickelson, Faldo, Trevino, Palmer, Rory, Sneed, Sarazen, Jones. I mean, that, that's that group. As it is, he's in a damn good group right now. He's four majors. That's pretty good. You know, he won uh, He won those in, in very impressive fashion, and I want to see him win again. I was really pulling for him. And, you know, when you think back to what he's won, you know, he knows the history. He loves St. Andrews. He loves the Open. Um, won it there in 2004. Uh, won, won it in, in 2014. Uh, won the U.S. Open in 2011. Won two PGAs in 2012 and 14. Right. So like, you know, uh, and that one was at Royal Liverpool. So we'll see what happens moving forward. But uh, great tribute to Tiger was pulling for Rory. Hopefully he'll win, win one down the road and uh, a slew of great play uh, by many, many people. And uh, ultimately, Cam Smith comes out on top at minus 20. Cam Young minus 19. Rory minus 18. Congrats to Cam Smith. He's pulling for Rory and an unbelievable tribute the great Tiger Woods. This is the ML Sports Platter brought to you by your great friends at Burn Dairy. Go gas up your vehicle today at participating Burn Dairies. They've also got the pizza and the hot and cold subs uh, and wraps and all the rest, plus a great, great selection of coffee, uh, breakfast items, donuts, and more on your way into work. Chocolate milk always available at Burn Dairy. We're also sponsored in part by our terrific friends at Camillo's Golf Club, the Vince Aguera Consulting Group, Brian Comboy, of Mass Mutual New York State, and our title sponsor, Stanley Law Offices. Stanley Law Offices, together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward. And a quick reminder, Partners of Stanley Law is a nonprofit music for the mission. If you are in and around Central New York, you'll see these music for the mission drop boxes. Drop some change in there. Drop a buck in there. Remember, every dollar feeds a homeless person a meal. That's right. One dollar, one meal. That's pretty good stuff. So you want to drop five or ten bucks in there? That could cover a couple of weeks for somebody. I mean, that that's that's a big thing. So uh, make sure that you drop them in there. They're in participating. Uh, oh my goodness, they're everywhere. Really, uh, they're at they're at all the big events. They're at bottle and can returns. 
Uh, they're everywhere. So make sure when you're there, you know, try to find something, even if it's 50 cents, drop it in there. That's half a meal. Uh, it goes a long way. Music for the mission on Facebook and Instagram for more information. Thanks for listening. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L sports. Be sure to rate and review the podcast, uh, wherever you get podcasts on your smartphone device. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.